BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, DeAndre Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality and own the fact that I am an infinite, energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic Records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hello, 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 hello. Y'all heard that? Did y'all hear that? I'm a wait a second. <laughs> y'all and tell me you invited Beyonce to this episode. Hold on. <laughs> Hi you guys. How are you? Happy Tuesday. I am so excited to be back with yet another episode. And can we talk about how So I dropped episode 32 on Sunday, and now it's Tuesday, literally what? One, two, three, not even three, like two days later, I'm here coming back, popping up in your mentions with another episode, episode 33. So let me spill the tea. So the episode that I recorded that I dropped on Sunday, I actually wanted it to go live today. But when I recorded it, when I sat down and recorded that episode for the fourth time in a row, and when I finally felt very confident, very, very much like the episode just resonated with me and would resonate with you guys, I was just so excited. I was like, all right, I can't wait till Tuesday. Y'all know, I think I mentioned in that episode, I'm impatient. If you don't know, I can be very impatient. And I feel like I continue to say it and affirm it for myself, but I know that is something that I want to work on in this lifetime. But either way, all that 
all that being said, um, I dropped the episode on Sunday because I was like, this is too hot. Like, this is really a bomb episode and I'm not trying to wait until Tuesday. So then, hello, here we are Tuesday. I was actually not going to drop another episode because I was sitting here like, all right, like, I already had one come up on this week. Like, they're going to be set for this whole week or whatever. And then I literally said to myself, I was like, I made a commitment that I was going to get back on my schedule of publishing every Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I'm like, baby girl, it don't matter that you publish the episode on Sunday. It's Tuesday today. This is a whole nother day. This is a whole new week. Like, let's get it popping. Let's get that episode live. So here we are. I'm sitting down. It's Tuesday night. Not even like, you know, Tuesday morning, nothing. It's Tuesday night. But we about to get this episode lit live, everything. So hello, hello. Welcome back. Um, So what are we talking about today? Girl, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> But we're going to get into it. I promise you, we're going to get into it. So I was actually at the gym and I went to the gym after work today and I was actually on the treadmill and I was sitting there and I was listening to a couple podcasts and I was thinking about what I wanted to chat with you guys about today. I no longer do like super extensive notes for my podcast. When I first started, I used to take like hella notes on like Google Doc and stuff like that and basically have it super scripted out because it was something new. I was just starting with podcasts. I didn't really know how to talk and talk a lot without saying um and ah all the time. And even now I still say um and all a lot throughout my episodes, but it's gotten a lot better. At least I feel like that way. Okay. So I was on the treadmill and I was thinking about what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And the the, the episode, the thought about self-sabotage and boundaries and goals and commitment kind of came to my head. And the reason this came to my head is because the other day I happened to be watching a video on YouTube. It was called... Um, Jeez, what was it called? It was from the the channel, The School of Life. And they were talking about happiness. And they were talking about basically how we self-sabotage our own happiness. And that kind of got me thinking about self-sabotage in general. So throughout the video, they were talking about how when you grow up, you're obviously in a household or in an environment where you learn by what you see. No matter what your parents, your caregivers tell you, a lot of times you learn what we see. We replicate behaviors that we've seen in childhood, whether we're knowledgeable knowledgeable about them consciously or not. We're taking in a lot of information. We're sponges as kids, okay? And if you grew up in a, an environment where the caregiver may have been kind of a little bit more reserved or sad, or maybe they didn't achieve certain things in life, there can be times when you as an adult, you kind of almost want to not be disloyal to them. And I know it sounds kind of like crazy to think that your happiness would be disloyalty, but you almost kind of um, align yourself with them by being sad or sabotaging your success because you don't want to outperform that caregiver and you feel like if you outperform them, you're going to be in a whole different kind of league than them, if that makes sense. So a lot of times you self-sabotage because of that. And it got me to thinking about how I have self-sabotaged. And I feel like this is really crazy because... I I remember actually telling um, my friend about this. So we were watching this video and I remember pausing the video and I remember telling her, like, I have something to tell you. This kind of came to me the other day. And I remember thinking, I realized that I self-sabotage in, in romantic relationships sometimes. And there can be times where I, it's it's almost like when I grew up, I feel like chaotic was my normal. So because chaotic was my normal, when things are very quiet, when things are very calm, when things are going well, 
I'm very confused. I'm in a place of like anxiety because I'm not used to that, right? So similarly enough, in my life and in romantic relationships specifically, when things are very calm, when things are going well, when I'm very happy, I start to panic. And I start to panic and I start to create scenarios in my head about what could be going wrong what could possibly be coming down the pipeline is this going to happen is that going to happen is that going to happen I start to almost get in a place where I'm thinking and panicking about scenarios that are not even remotely close to happening but because I'm so panicked and have so much anxiety around the the situation of calm that is existing because I'm not used to that I'm used to chaos I self-sabotage in that way and I think one of the things to be really knowledgeable about when it comes to self-sabotage specifically is that when you know that you do this or when you know that it's present in your life, you have such a power because at that point, it's no longer a behavior that is fully subconscious. At that point, you can now start to identify certain behaviors that play out in your life that contribute to your self-sabotage. And you can start to grab hold of that and change your behaviors in a way that is going to actually be beneficial for you versus sabotaging your whole life. (laughs) Okay. So I think when I actually made that that realization, I remember it was such a, a a calming, I guess, realization because it was something that I felt that I had known all my life, but again, subconsciously known it. And when it got to the point where I was able to verbalize that behavior consciously and really become aware of it, I think that's when I was able to consciously change my behaviors. So when I started to notice that things are really calm and maybe I was deciding to spark an argument or bicker or be very very, um, picky about certain things that I didn't need to be picky about because of the fact that I was trying to create a situation of chaos, that's when I was able to actually say, wait a second, like this is that behavior that I identified as a self-sabotaging behavior and I was able to rein it back in. So similarly enough, I've also noticed that I tend to self-sabotage just in life in general. And I think this also goes back to the whole chaotic thing growing up where chaos was the norm, where things going wrong seemed to be the norm. I would often identify with one of my caregivers who things would always seem to be going wrong for this person. And that it was almost like I pitied that person, but I also wanted to stay close to that person. So because of that, I didn't want to ever, you know, I wanted to mimic that behavior in a way, if that makes sense. And so it's certain things like whenever I've noticed that things are going really well, I start to, again, panic. I start to think, what when is the other shoe going to drop, right? When is this going to go wrong? There are ups and downs in life, right? So if I'm on the up stage right now, when is the down stage? And I think that is, uh, th- there's a difference between being a realist and being a pessimist, right? Because when you're a realist, or rather, let me back it up a little bit, when you're a pessimist, right? You, you're, you're that person who says, yeah, there are ups and downs, but when is the next down? When is the shoe going to drop? When you're a realist, you recognize that there are ups and downs, but you don't necessarily sit around waiting for the next down or the next up. You're just kind of in a place where you realize the reality of what is going on around you and you're totally okay. You accept it for what it is. And on the opposite side, of course, of all of those two, we have optimists where you're kind of like looking for the next up. You're definitely like more so conscious of the ups then the downs and you're kind of looking on that glass um was like half full sort of thing versus like a realist is like oh the glass is half full and half empty that's like I feel like I'm I want to be a realist but sometimes I think I can be a little pessimistic and saying the glass is half empty versus half full 
So I think one of the things about self-sabotage to really understand, like I said, is that you have to become conscious of those behaviors. If you continue to let those behaviors subconsciously play out in your life, it's almost like you're just letting this thing happen and you're not really taking accountability for what it is that's going on with you. At the end of the day, yes, certain things happen. Sorry, I just paused because I heard some noise upstairs. <laughs> that was like an awkward pause. But yes, things happen. This is life. Things are not always going to go the way that you want it to. But at the end of the day, we are able to control our actions. So if life is going to do its own thing, why would you also want to add to the, I guess, unknowingness of what could happen to you by playing into your own sabotage? Why not put yourself up on a pedestal versus breaking yourself down? So one of the things that I think goes right along self-sabotage is the idea of boundaries, right? And setting boundaries for yourself. And this also goes hand in hand with commitment. I think self-sabotage, boundaries, and commitment kind of all go hand in hand together, which is why I kind of, as I was doing my like brain dump for this episode, wrote down all of those three. And I didn't know how exactly I was going to talk about all three playing out together. But as I'm kind of talking, it's coming together. But When you self-sabotage, a lot of times you aren't setting those boundaries for yourself. And even if you set those boundaries for yourself, are you breaking them, right? And that also goes hand in hand with commitment because at the end of the day, when you commit to something, you are essentially setting a personal goal, which requires you to set a personal boundary. And you breaking your commitments is you breaking your boundaries or stepping above or stepping beyond your boundaries rather, and then also self-sabotaging yourself in doing so. So I think one of the things that gets me every single time is that at the end of the day, our self-esteem, our self-love, and our self-trust is really rooted in our commitments. And I'm not talking about something like, you know, you feeling like you don't have any, um, what is that word? What is that word, y'all? That thing when you can't like resist, um, Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? I'm not talking about that. Well, all that goes hand in hand with this too, but I'm really talking about your your willingness to commit. At the end of the day, if you commit to something and you break a commitment that you have promised yourself you would honor, you're doing many different things, but one of the worst things that you're doing to yourself is that you're showing yourself that you can't trust yourself. And I think that's really tough because sometimes we make our own commitments. And it's so funny because... I feel like a lot of times personally, and I know I do this personally, I take my promises to other people so seriously, but when I promise things to myself, I don't take it as seriously. And that is something that I've actually, I'm so saddened by, like just saying that out loud. I don't think I've ever said it out loud, but saying that out loud makes me so sad because why is it that we can promise someone, someone outside of ourselves, to do something or to show up or to be there or to help them or to follow through with something for them. But when we sit down and we say to ourselves, I promise I will do this. I promise I will go to the gym. I promise I will um, work on my YouTube channel. I promise I will show up on Instagram. I promise I will do this, this, and this. Why is it that when we make those promises to ourselves, it is 10 times, 100 times more easier to break those promises to ourselves? I think that is really tough. And it's it's hard because it's like when you make a promise to yourself, you're almost, I mean, at this point for me, I feel like whenever I try to commit to anything, 
I almost feel such a sense of like I want to laugh. Like I almost feel like you're you're trying to commit to something again, DeAndre. Like, are you really gonna do this? Like, you're probably not gonna do it. And it's this it's it's this negative self talk in my head because at this point I don't trust myself to commit. I don't trust myself to follow through. And I found that this this issue or this and and I don't even know if I want to call it an issue, right? Well, I guess it is an issue because I'm talking about it like it's an issue. But this issue of you know fear of committing can have so many different roots. Like there can be so many different reasons someone doesn't want to commit to themselves or has trouble committing to to themselves. And it's not always about, oh, you're just too weak, right? Because I think a lot of times in society, the, the narrative that comes around commitment is that if you commit and you can stay committed, you're a strong person. If you commit and you can't stay committed, you're weak. And that narrative is pushed to the point where if you're someone that really struggles with commitment like myself, when you struggle to commit, you start to have this narrative around yourself that you are a weak individual, that you can't achieve your goals because you can't commit, that this is who you are. I'm going to tell y'all right now, and I think this is definitely speaking for myself as well as speaking for you guys, you're never cemented as a being. Like who you are now is not who you always have to be. Just because you're someone right now that struggles with commitment for yourself doesn't mean you have to struggle with commitment for yourself for the rest of your life. That doesn't mean that is going to be your entire life. Things can change and you can change, especially, especially if you want to change. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy and I'm not saying it's going to be overnight and I'm not saying it's going to be over two months or one year or whatever. We have so many different stories on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and just social media in general right now that it's like pushing the 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 other narrative of speed that there are these people out there who do these things and they have these amazing results in a short period of time and so I think it puts pressure on the rest of us to create these magnificent amazing breathtaking stories about how we've changed our lives in like two months or two days or whatever and I'm here to tell you like great. I'm so happy for those people, but they're not necessarily a reflection of you and you don't have to do it in that time. Like do things on your own time. I think I posted an Instagram post today and it said, trust the timing of your life because I have personally been struggling with the the understanding of that message, I guess, because I have so many things that I feel are so far away. Like I can see them and they're, and it feels like they're just right outside my grasp. There's so many things I want for my life that I feel like are not happening in the time that I thought they would. I'm, I'm 25 and I guess some people would say you're only 25, but for me, it was a huge milestone and I felt like I would have so many things done by now. And I think my life looks completely different than I thought it would look at 25. So it is sometimes hard to kind of come to grasp with the understanding that timing is is definitely divine and you have to trust the timing of your own life. At the end of the day, what other people are doing, like clap for them. Yes, yes, bish. Do you, do you claps? Let's have a moment, okay? And now we're gonna swerve back into our own lane because we're not trying to crash on the highway, okay? Bet. So I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh yeah, commitment. <laughs> So I think um, one of the things that I did this weekend 
that I really enjoyed is I got caught up on YouTube, you guys. And this is this is this is going to seem like a tangent, but I promise it's gonna it's gonna come together. This is not a tangent. I'm not going off on one of those tangents. This right here, this is a tangent. Now I'm gonna get back on track. Okay, so I ended up like watching, like binging all these bullet journal videos, and I got super caught up and I got really excited because. I remember thinking, and I think I mentioned this in the last episode, I have trouble doing things just for fun or doing things just to do them. Whenever I do something, I always have a end goal in mind. It's always, you know, the thing I do is always a means to an end. I remember when I used to be on YouTube, I wanted to make YouTube a career. That's why I did it. And it was fun for me, but it was always fun with pressure because I was like, it's no longer oh, I had fun filming this video and editing. It was, okay, I had fun filming this video and editing, but who's watching? Who's watching? Why aren't people watching? What's going on? Or when I decided to um, start my first coaching business, it was, I'm having so much fun posting about these things that make me happy, that are interesting to me, but who's listening? Who's signing up? Who's doing this, right? So for me, there's always a means to an end in whatever I do. And so I've really been trying my hardest. And it's so funny that you, I have to try to have fun. Like that sounds so sad as I say it out loud, but I really have been trying to find more things to have fun that aren't just Netflix. Because I have a, a way of whenever I'm not doing anything, like I can be super productive, but whenever I'm not busy and making myself busy, I'm like on my bed, laid out, watching Netflix, watching Power. Yes, I caught up. I just got caught up last night, season six, episode two. I was about to say a spoiler. So if you watch Power, I I, I almost ruined it for you. I'm sorry. I'm a back. I'm gonna shut up and stop talking about Power right now. But that's that's my other that's my other thing. So I'm either super productive, or I'm laid out on the bed watching whatever and feeling like a potato and then I feel bad that I'm not being productive. So this weekend when I stumbled across the bullet journal videos, and I don't even know how I stumbled across them, I ended up getting really inspired and really excited. So I ended up going to Staples and buying a dotted journal. I didn't buy the the moleskin ones or whatever that brand is, because that damn book was talking about some $24.95 and I'm not even cheap like that. But I was like, baby girl, like what am I paying for? So I ended up getting the Staples brand. Okay, Staples brand is good, just saying. And I got some pens and I got some Crayola markers and I ended up coming home and I just, I just was laying, it was so fun. I was like laying on the carpet in my room and I was drawing out stuff for my bullet journal and I had the music on and it felt like I was a kid again. Because I remember when I was a kid, I used to lay on the, we had carpet in our old apartment, like when my parents first, um, when we were in an apartment, we had carpet. And I remember I used to lay on, on the carpet in my room and I used to draw and I used to write. I used to love writing as a kid. So I used to write short stories. And I used to do these things. But I remember always like laying on my stomach um, on the carpet and just doodling and doing things just for fun. And so that brought me back. And I, I really think that was just so much fun. So I encourage you to find things like that in your life. But basically, as I I did this bullet journal, one of the things that I actually put down in my bullet journal was a habit tracker. And I also put like um, a a, uh, goals sheet. I put financial goals and personal goals for the month because I wanted to track some goals. And I think one of the things about commitment is that you can't give up, right? And this is kind of what I'm getting to with the bullet journal. I don't even know how we got off on that damn tangent. But anywho, <laughs> so I think with with commitment, if you're like me and you have tried to commit to things 
and you have found that you didn't stay committed for one reason or another, sometimes when you go to commit to something else, you start to not have faith in yourself because you're like, okay, I tried something before and I didn't stick to it. What is the point? But I want to tell you that if you stop trying, I think that's when you're really just kind of like fucked, like for lack of a better word. Like if you stop trying, that's really when it sucks for you because you're no longer able to progress. You're just going to be stagnant. But when I made that bullet journal, when I wrote my goals down, it felt good. And I think it felt good because I'd gone back to such a a fun part of childhood. I was doing something that felt really fun to me, felt very creative to me. I was drawing and I was doodling and I was writing and I was listening to music and I was doing all these artsy things, but I was also incorporating that with my goals. And it no longer felt like I was having this session where I was sitting down and I was saying, okay, DeAndra, what are your goals for this month? How am I going to achieve these goals? What am I going to do? What am I eating? What When am I going to the gym? When am I recording my podcast episodes? But it felt fun. Like I was literally like, oh, like I'll do an episode on this day. Oh, let's do a page for a brain dump for episodes. Like it felt really fun and it felt really natural to integrate my goals with something that made me feel very creative and happy at the same time. So I want to challenge you all. Okay, so we're going to do a little challenge. Okay, so I want to challenge you to pick one. Actually, let's do this. I had um, three different. I think I had three different. Things. I had like financial goal, career goal, and personal goal, but this month I don't have a career goal specifically. I just had um, financial and uh, personal. So if you want, I would challenge you to pick one personal goal. You can do a, a financial goal too if you'd like, but I just personally am trying to get my finances together, baby girl. <laughs> so I had to put a little two financial goals on my list, but I challenge you to pick a personal goal. I challenge you to try to have fun with this goal, right? And what I mean by that is if if you say to yourself, I am going to go to the gym or I'm going to work out three days a week, right? Yes, that can mean going to the gym, but maybe that means taking a walk with like your dog or a walk with your best friend or a walk with your mom. Or maybe that means um, going swimming or maybe that means like climbing a tree. I don't know, like have fun with that or... Maybe, so I think, what did I have for my personal goal? I had, um, and I love how my personal goal is kind of like, I don't know, related to the podcast, which I don't know, the podcast is personal for me, but I had my goal as recording at least four episodes per month. And I think with that goal, there's like, yes, it's very logistical or uh, is that the word logistical? I think it is. So it's very like, like black and white in terms of like, I can't, I can either record four episodes or I can either not record four episodes, right? But what I can do is if I'm recording the four episodes, make sure I have fun with those four episodes. Like make sure that there are things that I want to talk about, things that I feel pings to talk about. Like this episode right now, I didn't intend for it to be this long. I know my episodes are usually around this length, but this I just found that it's very cathartic when I sit down and I just like let myself pour out to you guys. So I challenge you to pick a goal and really have fun with it and just have fun with how you approach the goal. It's really easy to um to to fall off sometimes. I'm not even lying to you guys. It is if you're again not used to sticking to these commitments. But even if it's something like 
this month you you do your goal for 10 days instead of last month when you did it for five, that's a win. And if you fall off on September 10th and for some reason you're struggling and then maybe you try to get back on the bandwagon September 15th, do that. Don't fall off the bandwagon on September 10th and be like, okay, shit, well, now I gotta wait till October. Um, No, <laughs> it's September 10th. You have like 20 more days in the month. You can get back on the bandwagon today or tomorrow, okay? So just let that be a lesson to you guys. I want you to know, and I think, again, I'm saying this half for you and half for myself, commitment isn't black and white. Commitment is you saying that you're going to keep trying, you saying that you have this goal and you gonna keep trying until the day you die to get to this goal. And even if you end up on your deathbed and you don't get it, at least you can say you spent every single day of your life or almost every single day of your life trying to get there versus saying, oh, well, you know, I tried for like 10 days in September that one year and I fell off and I ain't never went back. Like, what? Like, like what, what, what is that? What? How you spell that? So... I'm just saying, okay, we got to, we got to commit, we got to show up for ourselves. And I think at the end of the day, the more that you can show to yourself that you are, one thing I will say is that I'm very resilient. I continue to try even after I'm like, what the heck is going on? I've been trying, I've been trying for years. I've been trying to, to accomplish a certain specific goal. And I think it's really funny because I've never actually said that this is a goal, but I've, I've been trying to accomplish something for years and it hasn't exactly worked out the way I wanted to, but I am very resilient. And I know that I cannot end my life without this happening. And whether I'm 26 when it happens, whether I'm 36 when it happens or 76 when it happens, it has to happen because there's no other way. Like there's no other way. So and that's it, you guys. That's my talk. That's my my spiel on self-sabotage, on boundaries for yourself. And, and I guess, you know, the boundaries for yourself, I didn't really speak on too much using that specific language, but I really just mean committing to yourself. And when you commit to yourself, um, really trying to follow some of those guidelines that you set, but in a fun way, like don't make it that, you know, really like crusty thing where you feel like you're, you're policing yourself. Because sometimes, I mean, I'm at least like very like rebellious in the way where I don't like people telling me what to do. I certainly don't like myself telling me what to do. <laughs> so I have to approach it in a certain way to make it more fun for myself. But you guys, thank you for joining me. If you listen to the episode on Sunday, I really appreciate you. And I appreciate you tuning in. And for those of you who are happy I'm back. Oh, bitch. Yes, I'm back. Be careful what you wish for because your girl's coming back hot and heavy. All the tea is about to be spilled on all these episodes upcoming, okay? Um, and I have some fun things planned. I'm really just sitting down trying to do a brain dump of all the things I want to talk to you guys about on this podcast because as much as, like I said, as much as it is for you, it's really also just such a beautiful thing for me to really have... Um, I really have this as like a document of like what's going on in my life and where I am and and what lessons are being taught and 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 I would say channeled even but yeah <sighs> okay you guys it is now eight o'clock well it's 808 I have some laundry sitting on my bed um I'm really about to put them right back in the hamper <laughs> because your girl's not feeling like putting the laundry away today y'all know when they say like it takes y'all seven days seven business days to do laundry that's me like it, literally the it, I, it came out dry last night but it's probably not gonna get folded out until i don't know the weekend we'll see i gotta do better i definitely gotta do better so maybe um 
maybe we'll we'll fold it out on Thursday or Friday, you know? Not not seven business days, but like three. But thank you again for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your evening if you're listening to this tonight. And if you're listening to this any other day of this week, I hope you have an amazing week. I am sending positive, amazing, beautiful vibes out to you guys. And come visit me over on Instagram. Like I said in the last episode, things are kind of changing with what we're talking about on this podcast. Just a little bit, not too much. It's still juicy. It's still tea. It's still hot. It's still piping. Okay. Um, and I want to kind of change my website a bit to reflect that because I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, there's so many things I want to do. I'm, I'm such a creator and I think one of the things, oh my God, tangent, you guys, hold on, hold on. I'm about to finish. I swear to you, I swear to you. I think one of the things I struggle with is when you're creating a business, they talk about niching down and I really struggle with that. I really struggle with that because I don't think it's going to be me and I feel like, most successful businesses are built that way, but I don't know if I could ever build my business in that way. At least like coming out of the gate saying I'm going to be niching down. I think if anything, it'll happen organically and naturally. But I think from the get go, I just want to do whatever the fuck I want to do, to be quite honest with you. And that really means just doing whatever. So We'll see what happens to the website. Nothing crazy in terms of changes and stuff. I'm just going to kind of be a little bit more creative and be a little bit more open to whatever comes through. Like basically when I sat down on my floor with the bullet journal and I just kind of went with what I felt. And at the end, I was like, wow, I can't believe I, I created this. It's really, really pretty for someone who like thought she couldn't draw. I want to do that with my with my platform and with my voice and with my website and with everything I'm doing so thank you again for supporting me um if you can I would love if you guys would actually share this podcast episode or this podcast in general with a friend I think one of the things with podcasts is that people hear about it from a friend or through someone else through a stranger well maybe not through a stranger because I ain't never had no stranger come up to me and be like girl listen to this podcast I'd be like um what <laughs> who <laughs> um so if you could share this with a friend I'd really appreciate it I think that um I'm I'm really using my voice and I think that I'm using this platform to speak up more about what feels right to me and what feels like it needs to be talked about in society and just in general. So the more that I continue to expand, the more that I continue to create and the more that I continue to build on everything that I speak about here, I would love if you guys could share it with someone that you think needs it or would love to hear it or is interested or even just someone who you're like, I don't know, maybe you see them a couple times a week at the gym or something and you you see them listening to some podcasts and you're like, girl, I'm about to put you on a new one, okay? Just share it with somebody. I would highly, highly appreciate it. And of course, leave me a review on iTunes if you haven't already. So thank you again. It, oh my God, I swear to you guys, if I took a shot every time I said thank you at the end of my podcast episodes, y'all, I'm, I'm about to call the police on myself right now because it's kind of crazy. Uh, I'm gonna go now. I'm just, I'm just going to head out. I really want to say thank you again. So I'm going to resist the urge. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it with someone you think would enjoy it too. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave me a review of what you think about this podcast. It would make my day and it would help other people discover this podcast, people that really need to hear these words. So until next time, have an amazing day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.